online. It's a pleasure to see that in a mainstream oncology conference, the organizers have seen fit to include a session on communication. Because we all know communication is so important and such a vital part of our daily interaction with patients. Uh, Ms. Dimple Parmar is a co-founder and CEO of Zen Onco IO and Love Heals Cancer. She's an alumnus of IIM Kolkata and a TEDx speaker. She's worked with the Bank of New York Mellon and Reliance Industries. She's also been awarded the Top 100 Health Care Leader Award. Having been a cancer caregiver herself, her philosophy is in one sentence. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many years you live. What matters is how much you live in those years. Ms. Dimple will speak on this very important topic of breaking news to a cancer patient. Over to you, Ms. Dimple. Thank you so much. Uh for this wonderful opportunity and uh, for me it's even more special because uh, uh, right in front of Bhagwan Mahavir Hospital there is a college MNIT and that's where I spent four years when I was doing my undergraduation. Uh, never visited the hospital and uh, never thought that a day would come where I will be the speaker on such a uh, amazing platform uh, sharing stage with all of you. So thank you so much. Uh, my journey started uh, when my husband was diagnosed with cancer. It was uh, three years back um, when I was studying at IIM Calcutta and that's where I was sitting at a place where most of the patients and caregivers are today when they get to know that uh, it's cancer. So I'm going to uh, share the screen and I'm going to talk about uh, two things. One is how can we break the news uh, to the family, to the patient about cancer and second is what a caregiver and patient can do once they are diagnosed with this. Thank you so much. So um, one thing which uh, uh, doctors and caregivers can do when they get to know that a patient has been diagnosed with cancer, uh, whether uh, we need to decide first whether to uh, disclose it to the caregiver or to the patient or both of them together. When we are disclosing it to the patient, we need to ensure that uh, at least one of the other close family members is present there. I remember when it was disclosed to me, I was alone sitting in doctor's office and Nitesh was doing the PET scan. And that's the time when doctor told me that uh, it's a fourth stage and uh, it's the prognosis is not good. And I was alone crying in the hospital, running here and there. And I was trying to avoid Nitesh because I did not know how would he take this news. So uh, it's important that one of the other member is also present when we are disclosing the news. Um, for me, it was important to use the simple and clear language because there, was, there were even metastatic words I couldn't understand at that time. So it's important that we uh, use the simple words which patients are or the caregivers are able to understand and giving full attention to the patient or caregiver while disclosing the news helps a lot. Uh, many times uh, uh, telling them honestly about the severity of the condition so that they prepare for the worst, they prepare for the outcome or what's going to happen next in the best possible manner helps a lot. And at the same time, giving hope, uh, realistic hope to the patients and caregivers also helps. Uh, focusing on the facts because they uh, do a lot of research online. Uh, I did it. Many others do it all the time. And many times we miss on the important uh, uh, facts or we miss, get misguided by all the information which is available out there. So focusing on the facts, uh, telling it to the patient and caregiver about the facts about this cancer and how in a, in a very positive manner so that when they are going through the shock of diagnosis, they take it uh, easy and they get a sense of relief that, okay, something can be done here. Um, and also mentioning that the cancer is treatable. If it is curable, then yes, it's curable. And almost in every case, there are people who have survived even last stage cancer. In many of the cases, it has happened. 
uh, we are connected to many survivors when you know they had uh, only uh, six months to live one and a half months to live and here they are from last so many years with us uh, at the part of community so giving those examples helps a lot that that's the ray of hope the patient gets when uh, they are diagnosed um also one other thing uh, many times you know uh, i've seen that to me uh, the entire treatment plan was not being shared we were only being told that there'll be radiation depending on the outcome will be surgery and then depending on the outcome will be chemo and that we got to know as and when it came but uh, now that i'm working with cancer patients there's another beautiful angle which i'm seeing and also uh, it might help other doctors as well that patients when they come for the multiple opinions they tend to go with the doctor who has told them the clear treatment path uh, that this is going to happen first and then this and then this and then this and they were like oh my god this doctor is really good because they have in clarity on my entire treatment plan but all the disclaimer that depending on the outcome of the next treatment we'll see what exactly needs to be done but this is how it looks like so answering all of their queries because that's the time they get tons of queries about what's going to happen next and one of the other the most worrisome factor is the cost because it's unfortunately the cost is such that many people are not able to afford so giving up a, a, a fair or maybe a, some idea about the cost of the treatment or maybe guiding them uh, cost involved with different hospitals uh, how much it might cost them uh, or guiding them in the initial direction will be uh, really helpful for patients because we get all these queries that yes i really like this doctor but then cost is very high at this hospital so if doctors can also guide them because they are the first people patient uh, interact with that uh, that's really uh, helpful for them uh, another thing which uh, which patients and caregivers really want in that time is a uh, compassion so um, uh maybe holding their hands or maybe uh, uh whatever helps that patient in that time in that environment in that moment to show some empathy some compassion that yes i i understand and doctors uh, oncologists have been seeing thousands of cases like this so for patient it's just one person just loved one loved one who is going through this so that uh, really make a big difference uh, when uh, they are entering into this whole new world of cancer and also um, when i was sitting with doctor and i was being told that uh, no matter what we do uh, the prognosis is not good and it's 6 months and uh, um some percentage 25% 5 years and many other things and i was i wanted to understand but the 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 environment or the moment was such that i couldn't understand much of it at that time because maybe i wanted to take a pause i wanted to vent out the feelings the emotions and that this just cannot happen so that uh, that that helps patients and uh, uh, in the entire process because we meet the doctor first when we have been told about this and then we meet second time third time to the same doctor about the next uh, plan and by that time we have more questions uh, at that time uh, focusing on the patient's uh, anxiety and emotions also help a lot um, also uh, people uh, when they are diagnosed they don't know about the chemotherapy they don't know about uh side effects they just know that it's not good they just know that it's scary because that's what people have been uh, uh, uh they get information from other places but then also giving the assurance that now because of the integrative approaches or the complementary therapies the side effects can be very well managed so and the entire treatment can be managed well if we do it uh, do the right treatment at the right time in a very integrative manner so that type of assurance that type of guidance gives them a sense of relief that okay i have a bit of idea now how to take that first step in this direction 
most important thing what i wanted to know in that journey when i was i got to know about cancer uh, i wanted to connect with other survivors because yes doctors have amazing information great education great experience but uh, always and always patient want to talk to the similar type of survivors because that's how they get more confidence about how this treatment is going to work or what are the challenges which i might face in this journey so um, uh, they, uh, if uh, survivors uh, give their consent which many of the survivors they do tell doctor that yes i'm fine now you can share my number with anybody who is in need because they also want to give back to society so that can be shared because it helps big time uh, when uh, somebody is diagnosed uh, they want to talk to other survivors and other caregivers as well also uh, when i was the caregiver i did not know that how can i really help my husband uh, what all things do i do because i don't know about it so uh, and doctors have been managing lot of patients who have been uh, going through the similar situation so if a caregiver gets that information from the doctor uh, beforehand when they are diagnosed or uh, the family when they get the information that here are the 10 ways or 20 ways maybe giving them a flyer about those 20 ways which will help the patient when they are uh, uh, when caregiver wants to support so giving them an initial direction that here are the ways you can help your patient when they are diagnosed and because they want to do it they want to give everything to that patient whatever it takes to save their lives whatever it takes to give them comfort give them love give them uh, care compassion and whatever is needed to navigate through that journey um, easily and uh, embracing that yes it has happened now i am here for you to take care of this so that guidance can be given by the uh, team uh, hospital team and uh, also it's important to tell patient that you are going to do a lot of research i know that and uh, you are going to come across lot of things which might not be true so trust only reputed research centers and the the research papers which are coming from the reputed organizations that's very important because they are new diagnosed they don't know what is true what is not true and they want to do everything together to save that patient and then they tend to follow everything together and we have many community groups where patient do interact with each other and i see every day how much of misguidance or uh, misleading information is being shared there uh just because it worked on some person not necessary that all those therapies will work on this person as well but that is important to tell patient that trust only uh, reputed research uh, from the good institutes and uh, another important thing is patient uh, when i was the caregiver i got to know i wanted to start treatment immediately like this day or tomorrow please doctor start the treatment i would try all the contacts to see that i get all the reports as soon as possible keep my patient on priority and get the reports it was like that because i thought i'm running out of time but then uh, this can be if the if the if the treatment can be postponed by a few days which in some cases it can so it's important to tell patient that it's okay we can do it next week or maybe you know for so many days but don't rush into the treatment take some time and uh, then do it so these are the some things which definitely uh, helps uh, caregivers and patients it helped me uh, so this i wanted to share now the next part is about um, something which is good for uh, caregivers at the same time uh, doctors Uh, for caregivers if it comes from the doctors that's really good because those the caregivers are the people who plan the entire treatment they are the one who take care of everything around the patient be it the financials be it the medical treatment or food or emotional wellness or everything so uh, these are the some of the steps which we all go through when we are diagnosed so one comes is shock 
so the shock of uh, treatment so if possible uh, postponing the non emergency decisions uh, that obviously they have to discuss with doctor if they can postpone it by a few days to sort out other things and uh, making sure the financials are in place and relatives and whoever is needed at that time are there and then when the patient emotional mental wellness is in uh, balance and that time when patient is willing to take the treatment that time they started of course the counseling and whatever is needed in that time to make the patient mentally ready for that is needed so uh, it's important to recover from the shock uh, and for that uh, stay warm eat good food and practicing some deep breathing uh, helps a lot of patients uh, many times there is a lot of pain of the the tumor of the cancer especially when it is the the late stage so and the modern medicines are very advanced so there are medicines which available which are available to control the pain so probably uh, the doctors and caregivers can guide on that front and also the complementary approaches that may help in this regard to take care of that pain when it is minimal or when it can be uh, it can be managed from the other approaches before they take the painkillers another important point is um, asking the oncologist uh, how long you can wait before you actually start the treatment uh, often one can take several weeks or more to consider the options because it's important to uh, fully understand all the choices which are available if the uh, the case is complex if there is no straightforward treatment option out there then it's important and doctor can very well help the patient when they come up with lot of queries can i do this can i do that and guiding them through that uh, that entire path uh, anxiety and depression are very common uh, it happens with us every day when they don't want to do the treatment they are too scared to do it so some of the activities like exercise meditation talking to family and friends or the other survivors uh, finding a therapist um, going out and spending some time in the nature and just taking a step back and really seeing what's really going to help me and uh, if i'm the caregiver i would first say that okay what my patient or my loved one would love to do in that time when there's a lot of stress and a lot of things are going on uh, in this phase um getting a second opinion is very important uh, patient take fourth fifth and nth opinion as well uh, especially the opinion on the pathology reports uh, from the doctor who is expert for the type of cancer the patient is diagnosed with so um and uh, the, another important part is uh, alternative cancer therapies so many times patient do this mistake of uh, directly going for the alternative therapies when conventional treatment the medical treatment has cure and it promises that yes it's curable it's a curative treatment is what i'm going to give you but still if there are potentially curative options are available prefer them over alternative cancer therapies and the best is to integrate these two in a such a manner that overall it increases the clinical efficacy of the medical treatment at the same time it manages the side effects of the cancer and the cancer treatment and another thing is when um, the last part is when you are uh, diagnosed you don't know now how to navigate in this whole new world of cancer so during that time it's always good to uh, connect with other uh, people who have been working in this field because they will have lot of support groups or counselors or survivors who are advocates now or navigators now who know that what all things might help you so you will get an initial direction a first step towards uh, uh, your uh, this whole new field of cancer or whole new world is what i would say so it's good to have keep an informed decision and uh, two three uh, key people who can help in this one is oncologist because patients 
first talk to them about the cancer and the treatment and everything second is your caregiver uh, because they are with the patient all the time taking care of them and the third is if you have any other support uh, group with you so the, the, that those kind of support groups really helps because uh, when we see in our support groups patient who are diagnosed and they just come and ask a lot of questions uh, and there are many other people who are answering those questions because they have gone through the similar journey and it makes so much of easy for them because even when uh, i was the caregiver and nitesh was uh, diagnosed with that i joined a couple of uh, group if those people can go through it then nitesh can also go through it so that's important to uh, be a part of support groups and uh, yeah and i think together patient and this is how i think breaking the news to the patient at the same time giving them hope and a plan what to do now really uh, helps a lot uh, that's all from me uh, thank you so much uh, dr dhar uh, bhavan mahavir hospital uh, cp singh ji and everyone for this opportunity and i hope that this was helpful thank you